Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Good evening, everybody. Brett Phillips in the chair on your Monday night. Gee, the Tim Tam McFlurry, that sounds ideal for my trip home a little bit uh, later on. Hey, always good to be in the chair. Macca's Run for a half hour into the first serve, the world of tennis from uh, 8 o'clock uh, right across uh, the country. So always happy to take uh, your calls. Harcourt's uh, open line, one 736 736 for all things uh, real estate. Speak to Harcourt's. Your move at your hard courts. Uh, the Macca's Run, if you haven't tuned in before, we tend to reflect on uh, the day that has been. A little snapshot just to bring you up to speed. Fair bit of cricket being played. Uh, some of the voices of the day from uh, a few of the shows here on uh, SEU. And you can join us on the 40 Winks temper text tonight as well. 0433981116. 40 Winks, get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks. Serious about sleep. If my body clock could somehow get out of the fives and maybe get into the sevens, I think it was uh, Matt White on eleven seventy who asked me today. He said, "What's been your best sleep in uh, post the Australian Open?" Well, I said, "Matty, I haven't had one. I haven't had one sleep in because my body is conditioned to get up. I sleep on the temper, and it is uh, beautiful. But I still get up in the fives. What's wrong with me? Anyway, we'll sort that out. Maybe as I uh, keep getting older, I'll uh, sleep a little bit longer." 0433981116. Join us on the temper text, uh, 1300 uh, First serve, big edition after 8 o'clock. Uh, the World of Tennis, uh, a week after the Australian Open, has moved into a tour life. Uh, the Davis Cup qualifiers, there was something else across uh, the weekend. So we'll get into all of that in the next uh, half hour or so. But uh, the major news of the day, former AFL boss uh, Gillan McLaughlin is in the box seat to be the new chairman of Racing Victoria. Punters uh, can confirm that while uh, McLaughlin has not yet officially accepted the position, he is the uh, preferred candidate of Victorian Racing Minister Anthony Carbines. Now, Carbines' office would not comment uh, this afternoon. However, multiple sources uh, confirmed that McLaughlin had beaten a field of more than 10 other candidates to be offered the position. Uh, McLaughlin was first mooted as a likely replacement for former chairman uh, Brian Kruger as early as uh, August of last year. Uh, Mike Hurst has been acting in the chairman's role since uh, last July. If appointed, McLaughlin would effectively go head-to-head with his old NRL sparring partner, Peter Volandis, in a, another sport. So we're, you know, watch this space in regard to the uh, next phase of the uh, Gillan McLaughlin uh, career post his time at the uh, AFL uh, Western Sydney coach uh, Mark Rudin is set to be punished uh, for his uh, stinging comments. So I think you probably, uh, for those of you, that's all of you, the SEN listeners who follow sport to the nth degree, and this would have popped up in your feeds, social feeds. You would have been uh, tuning into this radio station. You would have been scouring and, and heard uh, Mark, I'm sure. But if you haven't, we're going to uh, play a bit of it, uh, in course, including questioning the integrity of referee Adam Kersey after the Wanderers' 4-3 weekend loss to MacArthur. Uh, Rudan has been issued with a show cause notice under Football Australia's Code of Conduct and Ethics. Uh, following Sunday's match, of course, at Campbelltown, 
uh, Rudin unleashed a stunning rebuke on the uh, broader A-League and a perceived bias against the Wanderers that he believes is spilling over onto the pitch before storming out of a uh, post-match uh, press conference. The uh, former Wellington Phoenix and Western United boss claimed there was a stigma attached to the uh, Wanderers that affected the fans, members and players with the code also battling a financial crisis. Uh, Rudin, whose potential punishments include a reprimand, a fine and or suspension, said people had lost trust in the A-League and fans were not turning up as poor crowds continued to plague the competition with just one game across the weekend, attracting more than 10,000 people. I'd love to hear from the uh, A-League fans. one three hundred seven three six seven three six as to what you think the state of the A-League uh, is at the moment. Obviously, there's been a lot of change in the last uh, few years. If we go back to when the A-League started to replace the old National Soccer League. There was all the fanfare and obviously uh, from a Melbourne perspective here, all the success around Melbourne victory in the early days, but it certainly has plateaued. And then the change, of course, from uh, being owned by um, the FFA to having an independent uh, independence to it uh, with uh, the clubs, uh, along with um, you know appointing a CEO to control the A-League and uh, it's certainly been up and down in the last little while, there's no doubt. But I'd love your uh, thoughts on it. We'll hear a bit of Mark uh, uh, very shortly, but that's been one of the uh, certainly big stories uh, of the day. A fair bit of cricket being played across the country and across the globe. A quick update uh, of the Shield match uh, going on at the Junction Oval, Victoria and South Australia. The Vicks are 288 and, of course, made, uh, well, there's uh, two for 49 at Stumps, uh, requiring another 108 runs for victory. Uh, South Australia, 173 and 271. So the Vicks on the uh, final day tomorrow uh, certainly should be able to uh, get it done. Uh, just that second innings uh, for uh, Victoria. Uh, the not-out batsman, Madison on 21 and uh, Crone on... Well, he's only faced the four delivery, so hasn't uh, opened his account at this stage. Uh, Harris was out for four and Murphy for 18. The two wickets to fall for the Vicks, but... Should be able to get there uh, tomorrow. Uh, WA and New South Wales, that match is in progress at the moment over at the Wacker. New South Wales requiring 179 runs, uh, none for three in their second innings. Uh, bowled out WA for 176 in their uh, second dig. Uh, Queensland and Tasmania, Tassie today winning by four wickets up at the Gabba. Uh, six for 228 in their second innings. Uh, Queensland roll for 282 and 160. Uh, New Zealand and South Africa. That little Mount Man uh, Manganui, tiny ground in uh, New Zealand. We're only at stumps on day two. The Kiwis, of course, polling on uh, 511. And South Africa in response, uh, 4 for 80. And, uh, of course, the live uh, test match between India and England. We'll update you on that very, very shortly. Let's take a couple of calls. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Michael's in Sunshine. Michael, great to have you on the show. Great to be with you guys. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call and also uh, giving uh, the A-League a bit of um, coverage because we are deprived of the biggest spot in the world in a sports-mad country like Australia is that we love the sport, love any sport, but especially the game of football, whether it's uh, soccer or AFL or rugby. And these people that have hijacked the game have totally isolated the game from everybody and as a soccer fan all my life, I have not watched three games on TV in the last five years. So what, what, what's the major issue? Take me inside, Michael, where you think the A-League is at and 
and and its future, I suppose, because it does seem to have certainly um, you know fallen off the uh, I suppose the landscape of just general eyeballs. There's always going to be the staunch football soccer supporters in Australia, no doubt. I mean, rugby union's gone through you know a similar sort of identity crisis, if you like. Uh, give me give me an inside view as someone who follows it really passionately. Well, Kevin Butler's doing the morning shows on SEN. The uh, Melbourne uh, Victory CEO would be there every week bringing a player, updating supporters. There was a whole lot of debate, discussion around the game. Yep. We don't even know who the chairman of Soccer Australia is or, or Football Australia is. We don't even know who the CEO is. We don't even know what they do. There's more chance of you getting hold of a junkie somewhere in Melbourne than getting hold of these elitist of the number one sport in the world in the best country in the world called Australia. It is an absolute disgrace. They need to hang their heads in shame. Who do you follow, Michael? Oh, like the, I used to be victory, but okay. uh, more West West United now because of the Western Suburbs team. But uh, I can't follow anybody. I can't see, I can't watch them anywhere. Just ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely absurd. Okay, appreciate your passion. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty in your uh, corner, no doubt. Uh, Billy and Ascot Vale, uh, Billy, welcome to the Macca's Run. Yeah, evening. Steve, um, just first of all, say congratulations on the uh, well done coverage of the tenant. That was sensational. Um, and just regarding the soccer, I uh, totally agree with that call that you just had. Just the um, the advertisement about it is um, pretty atrocious. Um, as you as said, sometimes you don't even know who's playing and if there's a derby on or nothing. I mean, I remember even when the uh, A-League had free space there, uh, during the Christmas period, where there's only eight league on, you still had to go back about six pages of the sun to see some little article that you needed a microscope to see the score or see who actually won. So I just think um, the advertisement and PR work around the A-League is really poor, and I think that needs to lift dramatically. And look, honestly, I don't follow anyone, but it just seems like without victory in that competition, I think that the whole competition will just fold without victory in it with their support and everything. So because most of the crowd, I mean, I watched the Western United game in Ballarat a couple of weeks ago, and the mm. you'd be lucky if there was, I counted, 30 people there. So it, it just needs a, a new injection of something because um, it is really falling behind. Billy, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and, you know, obviously the talk around having a, a second-tier competition as well and, you know, setting up uh, a promotion relegation, and that's been talked about. I'm not 100 percent sure where that's at at the moment, but yeah, I, look, I, I certainly in the early days uh, was uh, captivated by the A League, the the relaunch of football here, uh, because the National Soccer League had had a reputation, uh, not for the right reasons. Uh, obviously, the aim was to attract a wider demographic to come and watch the A League, more family uh, based and orientated, and yeah, leagues. You know, go through their peaks and troughs and ownership battles and, you know, clubs, uh, obviously the the bigger clubs have had more success and sustainability and those in uh, the non-sort of cap city markets, some have done it a lot tougher when you think of Newcastle and uh, Central Coast and obviously the struggles of Wellington. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the obviously New Zealand teams that have come into our competition, some have worked, some haven't. So, uh, yeah, it's an interesting time, certainly. Mark Rudin, very, very uh, passionate in fact, we might slip in a break. We might come back and have a listen to Mark. If you missed him earlier today, just on the way to the break, uh, India and England, uh, fascinating test match going on. You can listen to it on the SEN app on uh, SEN Fanatic. England requiring 108 uh, runs for victory. So day four of the uh, second test, India making 396 and 255. 
England in their first innings, uh, 253, and they're nine for 291. So India just need the uh, one wicket at the moment. And uh, just a quick look at the uh, scorecard as far as uh, England go in that, uh, that run chase, which is looking like it's certainly going to fall uh, short. Everyone's made a start. Crawley, 73. Duckett, 28. Ahmed, 23. Ollie Pope made 23. Joe Root, 16. Bairstow, 26. Stokes, 11. Uh, folks, 36. Hartley's unbeaten on 36. Bashir, the last man out for a duck. And Jimmy Anderson, who uh, would prefer to have ball in hand than bat in hand, is uh, five not out from his seven deliveries. So India look like they're going to march to victory after England, of course, had that uh, famous win in the first test. A quick break. Uh, this is, of course, the Macca's run, one 736 736 The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's. The Tim Tam McFlurry is back at Macca's. Now available with rich chocolate soft serve. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Seen better. There won't be too many questions, I can tell you, because I'll be talking for a while. And I'll answer all your questions for you. So don't, don't have to worry about it. You get a bit of box office. Get some life into this league. And I'll start by saying there is an absolute stigma attached to my football club. It's clear for all to see. You can say whatever you want, but this guy, Adam, whatever his name is, Adam Kearnsey or whatever, right? There's a bit of history between myself and him, and he knows that very well. For the life of me, how Jaman stays on the pitch when he kicks out at my player in that first half, I have absolutely no idea how that is only deemed a yellow card when it's a retaliation, it's a clear red. It happened to my players last year. But when it does happen to my football club and my players, they don't even think twice. It's a straight red. But I'll go deeper than that. Because when this club, this football club was created, everyone spoke around the league in glowing fashion about the colour, the entertainment, the noise, the singing, and how it was a godsend to, to the league, right? Then, all of a sudden, some issues occur, and all of a sudden, since that moment years ago, there's been this stigma. And our poor fans and members have had to pay the price. A lot of people have lost trust in the league because of it. Certainly the fans around the country, right, uh, want keep talking about a successful Wanderers. Well, they're not turning up because they've lost trust and faith in, in the system. I'm just sick and tired of the decisions that continually go against us. I've shut my mouth for a long time. I'm not sitting here having a sook or a whinge or whatever. It might sound like that. I'm just defending my football club, my fans, my players who are fantastic tonight, as were our fans. The more we try to push forward as a football club and try to be as successful as it was back in the day, it seems to me as though nobody wants that to happen. They just don't want to see it happen. And it's really disappointing. Well, that was the uh, Western Sydney Wanderers coach, uh, Mark Rudin. He was absolutely uh, fired up. That's just a uh, part of uh, the rant uh, last night. It took me back, actually. I used to host a show, Sunday Sports Central, uh, back in uh, the older days of uh, SEN. And uh, Mark used to be our uh, A-League expert, Socceroos expert. He was um, a terrific commentator. And I always used to think he'll make uh, a very astute coach. He'd coached at uh, lower levels, hadn't coached at the A-League. And obviously, we've seen him... Uh, now at his uh, third club, um, and pretty passionate about uh, the Wanderers. I mean, it just makes me think of when the Wanderers came into the competition, uh, Tony Popovich as the inaugural coach, and how big that football club was 
in the in the west of Sydney and the immediate success they had. One off the uh, temper text, the only thing that has killed it is Paramount. Go back to Foxtel and the league is revived. Simple exclamation mark. If you agree with that, 40 Wings temper text, 0433981116. The all-new temper pro temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper, a mattress like no other. Uh, just confirming, India have just defeated England in the uh, second test, uh, being played, of course, over in India. Fascinating series. Uh, the last man out was Hartley bowled Boomerah for 36. So uh, the best of the bowlers, 17.2 overs, four maidens, three for 46. Ravi Ashwin, 18 overs, two maidens, so three for 72 with the two main wicket takers. So India strike back on uh, day four of the second test to uh, level the series, uh, winning by 106 runs. So plenty of news around. On this uh, Monday night, we might have a, a quick listen uh, to uh, Tim Gossage. Uh, this was on uh, SENWA uh, Breakfast. It, it certainly caused a bit of a stir. I know Kane and uh, uh, Sam weighed in on SEN Breakfast here in Melbourne earlier today. But Goss, on the unfair media portrayal of uh, WA footy. Some of the stuff that is being portrayed from the other side of the country to here, and I don't want to make it us versus them, but you know me, I'm, I'm parochial mm. on one eye and I do fight the fight for WA, and I'm not invested in either team over here. But to some of the stuff about who's under the pump, it, they have got blinkers on if they don't <laughs> think some other coaches are under the pump more so than Adam Simpson and Justin Longmuir. If Ken Hinckley's not under the pump, I'm, I'm Monkey's uncle, mate. Well, Regardless of whether he's got a deal or not. They have been massive underachievers under his reign. Well, they that, have been. That's Success is not measured in making grand finals. It's yeah, winning premierships. Absolutely. A great quote from Mick Malthouse. Mm. And that's where Ross Lyon, everyone says, oh, he's a great technical coach. You know Ross better than most. Uh, bottom line is, he could end his coaching career a successful percentage, absolutely. But with no flags, I haven't won a flag as a premiership coach. And I've never coached a game. You know what I mean? He's been given so many opportunities. So there's going to be a lot of coaches like that. Can't take that away from Adam Simpson. No, you can't. Uh, Goss, fine coach, uh, Goss, uh, of the uh, Subiaco uh, under-19s. Uh, back in the day, we used to dissect that when I used to make uh, many trips over to the West. And, of course, um, Tim is a St Kilda supporter, so he's not invested in either... Uh, West Coast or uh, the Dockers, and in the role that he's had uh, for a long time, he's had to deal with uh, you know both clubs up close and personal. I mean, no doubt. I mean, you can be a premiership coach, and that does give you more time. Uh, premiership coaches survive longer because clubs find it extremely hard to part company with a premiership coach. If we think back when Lee Matthews won in 1990 at Collingwood, uh, the last three or four years you know, never really replicated that, but hard to get rid of a guy who's, you know, broken a premiership drought. Adam Simpson will always have that uh, on the resume, but they'd want a significant lift, uh, wouldn't they? I mean, they can't go through another season of two or three wins because the Wolves will absolutely come. Uh, Justin Longmuir is a fascinating uh, situation. I think it was reported about a week ago by Kane Corns that uh, Luke Beveridge, depending what happens with the Dogs this year and where they go and that relationship, that there has been a possible link to the Fremantle Dockers, who in their time in the AFL have never uh, secured a former premiership coach. I mean, Ross Lyon obviously went there as the highest credential coach who coached in grand finals. So the coaching uh, space of those under the pump, it'll uh, start to really emerge as we uh, get into the season. As Dwayne Russell said on his show earlier today, he thinks we should bring the season forward to February. February is just a, a month where we... Um, just sort of we're in a holding pattern post uh, the summer 
And obviously the season's brought forward now to, what, early March. Yeah, we haven't got time to get into all that now, but boy, oh boy, I don't know. I feel like I need probably a, a month just to uh, have in between. But I know there's a lot of you out there who just live for the footy. The first serve is coming up after this break. The world of tennis will cover it for a couple of hours.